Check one, two, three. Check one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. All right, so blood, sweat, and tears. Greatest hits. Yep. I lost before. This is either going to be the world's worst wine podcast, or the world's <laughs> or the worst, funnest, or the world's worst music podcast, no, or, or the funniest, or the funnest. Exactly. All right. Uh, what? What year? Seventy-three. Seventy-three. This is. What's the song? Maybe so very happy. Okay, and so this is track number one on side A? Yeah, that's the greatest hits. This is the greatest hits. Yeah. Okay. So, 73, what grade are you in? Well, I was a little older than you. (laughs) I was actually... uh, I was minus four in 1973. (laughs) Minus four. That hurts, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I was actually born. I was like in... Maybe a sophomore, freshman in high school. Oh, yeah. Let's I, start at the beginning. 1958. 1958. August 16th, 1958. Yeah. That's Mama Clavo went into time. labor. <laughs> she did. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, as far as the labor or just me? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, yeah. August 16th, 1958. You know what other significant date that is? Uh, not 1958, but uh, August 16th, like 77. Yeah. Well, that's the day Elvis Presley died. That was my 10-day-old birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. The, so, you know, there's a couple other birthdays that uh, are associated with mine. Okay. Do you know? Uh, Eddie Vedder? I don't know about him. Uh, I just guessed, but I think he's in August. Who? who? Madonna. Okay. Yeah. And uh, actually, Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. So, okay. a lot of music icons. August 16th birthdays. Let's see here. Birthdays. Uh, so a lot of music icons and a lot of uh, uh, viticulture icons. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, or just one. Well, just yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about an icon, but he's just a viticulture. Uh, Sophie Michelle. Okay. I don't know who that I don't is. Know who it is. Young Thug. Who's that? He's 30 this year. And uh, okay. He's born on August uh, 16th. Uh, 16th. Okay. Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan? I have no I idea who that is. Mm, let's see here. Madonna. Steve Carell. Oh, really? Yeah. No, oh, he's a funny guy. He's really funny. That and makes he's a good one actor. of you. That makes one of you. <laughs> well, at least somebody is. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Grayson Chance. I have no idea. Piper Curta. Uh-uh. Uh, Candy Aguilar. Jack Met. A-, a lot of these big names that we should know, but we don't. We don't. J- James Cameron. Oh, that's kind of cool. He is uh, four years older than you. Oh, I bet he looks better than I do, though. Well, it's funny what hundreds of millions of dollars in Oscars do. Yeah, right. right? He made that movie Titanic. Titanic yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, that that's all that I recognize. Avatar. Oh, see. Oh, Avatar. That's right. Right. All right. So, uh, so very creative people. Yeah. 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 Uh, most of which are crazy, uh, but creative. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm part of that. Uh, a yeah. few funny people. Yeah. 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 I'm all right. Not. Okay, go ahead. So the, the the premise of the podcast is really just mixing uh, your love for music right. and, and your love for wine yep. and your love for wine country and all things that wine country is, which is uh, 
communal and it's celebratory and it's uh, delicious and and fun and fun, right? right it's right. life. It's celebrating life. Absolutely. So, so this is what the podcast is all about. Yep. All right. Yeah. And so we, we, we don't. You know, we want to take wine as a as an adventure and not make it so serious. There's a lot of people that make it serious, right? Right. And that's okay. And, and there's a lot of people that think that it's a, a life and death thing, right? Like, so, so I just got this book today. And I was just, and it's the taste of wine, the art and science of wine appreciation, and it's from a very famous, um, actually Bordeaux scientist uh, doctorate, Emil Pignon. And I'm not sure I'm saying it right, but anyway, it's really super interesting. And he gets into the the kind of the nuts and bolts, but you know what. The nuts and bolts of uh, wine, tasting wine, tasting wines, and appreciating wines, and it's it's translated from French. He was he actually founded the University of Bordeaux, the Enology mm-hmm. program and stuff. So it's kind of a cool book. And so uh, our our first lesson in tasting wine was you opened up a bottle, right? And um, I smelled it. It smelled like a gym floor, just a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Um, it tasted okay. I didn't notice any. Uh, anything that would kind of detract me from wanting to drink it, right? right like, right. Um, but then you smelled it right away, and you said this this bottle's corked. It's corked, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so do you know what that means, right? Well, you pulled another bottle off, right? And that one wasn't corked, and the taste was night and day, right? Uh, the smell was night and day, but the taste was night and day. But me not being a a you know a seasoned wine drinker. Uh, or a student of wine, the one that smelled like the gym floor, I still would have drank a whole bottle. But that that being said, so, you know, it's cork. Well, why we call it corked is because it's not the wine that's defective. It's the cork. The cork is spoiled. So it let air into the wine, which creates the corkiness or mm-hmm. the bacteria that spoils the wine. That's why you get the gym sock smell. So, so when you buy cork as a as a winery... You're buying the the single cork, or are you buying like a sheet of cork? That's... No, you buy you buy the cork. Okay, yeah, but it, there's a percentage of that's just going to happen. It's not because the wine's defective. But if you're in a restaurant and somebody pours you that wine, you can say this wine's defective. Yeah. So and and you tasted the difference. It's subtle. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like I pick it up right right away. So mm-hmm. but... and. Is there is there a certain varietal that's corked more often than not? No, or, it or, has nothing to do with varietal. It's it's strictly about the cork. Is there a certain cork manufacturer that's no more defective than no. others? It's it, 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 it just happens. I mean, cork is a natural product, and you know, the better the cork, the less it's going to happen. Sure, so, yeah. sure. And so, um, it's kind of like your favorite band. Right. Right. Like, yeah, sometimes they come up with a song. That's right. Really kind of crappy. Right. 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 Like, that doesn't mean they're a crappy band. Right. But it just means one of their songs was corked. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like, where did you guys come up with that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we, we started with Blood, Sweat and Tears. Blood, Sweat and Tears. 1973. Which is kind of applicable to the wine industry because there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And it's a lot more blood and sweat and tears than anything. Yeah. But right? there's a lot of. There's a lot of tears when, you know, things don't go right. But 
Yeah, so what makes somebody want to get into this business? Well, I think you just have to be passionate about it. I mean, but passionate, uh, well, and there's certain aspects of it, right? Like, right, right. Some people love the wine itself, some people love the brand, some people love right. the farming, right? Right? Like, it's all those things. And so, I, when did you know that you were. Oh, when did I know? Yeah, like, I didn't, but I grew up from a farming family, you know, just west of Fresno. Um, both sides of the family farmed and table know, grapes or what? Uh, what it was Thompson, Thompson seedless. Okay. And then some cotton and some hay, but wine grapes mostly and uh, raisin grapes. And, uh, I love farming. And, uh, so I didn't know what I was doing after high school because I was, you know, like, you know, the seventies, you know? Yeah. So, but I decided, well, I, I'm not going to hang around Fresno forever. I got to do something different. So, I went to, my mom took me to West Hills College in Kalinga because it was an agricultural college, and uh, I loved it. I spent two years there. I worked on a school farm. I was like, you know, I really got into school, and then I went to Fresno State and then started. So off topic, what was your first car? Oh, my God. My first car was a Camaro. Really? The second car sucked, though. (laughs) What year was your Camaro? Oh, God. It was uh, like a 1972. It was really cool. Yeah, we go down like fast. They're all fastbacks, right? Well, yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, my buddy, whose name was Devin Weed, <laughs> and that's an actual fact, and he had an El Camino, and he was about, he was about like four foot eight. Uh. <laughs> and so we would, uh, you know, you could buy a lot of gas for three bucks oh, right, yeah. back then. And so he had a really uh, hopped up uh, El Camino three-speed. Nobody knows what a three-speed is on the, on the fly. Is it? No, it's on it? the fly, you know. Okay. On yeah. the column, you know. So he let me drive it once in a while. I, we had a lot of fun. Mm. Probably too much more fun than probably high school. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> What color? It was brown. And my huh. my Camaro was brown. Okay. So we'd cruise down Blackstone all the time. And, you know, back then we could actually cruise. And then there was Belmont in Fresno. You know, that was a big cruise night, Friday night, you know, Saturday night. So, yeah, you know, a little bit of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm an old guy, but, you know, <laughs> you know but I still. So Fresno was still a big town back then. Well, it was still big. It's bigger now. But, yeah. But you can't cruise to Belmont anymore, you know. But Templeton's more my style. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Templeton's. And. and- Templeton has a cruise night, but what is it? Once a month? Or? Yeah, it's kind of. It kind of stopped it. I think. I don't, have they been doing it? Uh, I haven't seen it in like seven or eight months. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's you know it was fun. Templeton's like Templeton's even more fun than Fresno because it's just the people here and the community, and we got great restaurants and you know. four four restaurants. We have four restaurants. Well, I know, but they're still good. They're they are good. Yeah, yeah. but and by the way, Roan may have. Just crapped his pants. No. Wait. Was that you or him? It wasn't me. Did he do something? Well, it's... it's uh, do you have COVID? You can't smell that? No, I can't smell it. <laughs> oh, gosh. You have COVID. Oh. Yeah. Well, he threw up in my car earlier, so... Uh, it smells like a, oh. like a wheat field or something. <laughs> it's, it smells healthy. I'm not going to lie. Well, he is healthy. You look yeah. at him. He's All only right. 10 months old. He weighs 80 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it smells like he's been eating wheatgrass for about He did. A, a well, month. that's when he... I don't want to get the details of things, but you know. But he was in my truck coming back from Moon Springs, the vineyard, and all of a sudden he's like, "Anyway," so I had to stop him. Oh. Yeah, but he's 
Oh, he's excited. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I got new grass last night, so. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dog. He is a good okay, dog. Okay, so this is, this is what, your fourth or fifth? There were six, uh, three. It would be, yeah, probably, let's see, like my fifth, yeah. Yeah. So anybody who knows you from doing business over the last 25, 30 years knows that you're going to show up to the vineyard with one of your yellow labs or goldens. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And and that's, I mean, there's pictures of you that are um, floating around with dogs walking behind you in vineyards. I have more dogs than I did girlfriends. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Uh, you know, it's probably better that yeah. way. Yeah. Well, you're doing a podcast on a Thursday afternoon, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're not exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? George Clooney. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> I thought it was, but all right. Thanks for clarifying yeah, that. I, I, if George Clooney's doing a podcast right now, he's on a boat somewhere in like San Tropez or. Like, well, no, he's at he's at Como Lake in Italy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and drinking tequila, by the way. So sure, yeah, yeah. Which he sold for a lot of money, by the, I heard. Mm-hmm. So no spirits for you, though, huh? You, you've never, I like tequila. Have you ever done any kind of like cactus agave farming or any? No, I just no. like to drink it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you were with me yesterday. We had lunch at speaking of restaurants. Yeah. The Pig Iron Margarita. It, that might be Templeton's best margarita. <laughs> It was pretty tasty. good. It was yeah. tasty, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, and expensive, but tasty, right? 15 well, bucks? Yeah. But, 14 bucks? Right. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to drink seven of them like Sancho's back in the day where you can still get <laughs> no, margarita those... rock salt right. for, for $4. Is <laughs> Sancho's still around? It is. Is it? The Creston Road Sancho's, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. 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 And it, it's not bad, by the way. I had it maybe four or five months ago. Yeah. It was I, delicious. I, I, I just... But there's a new place, right, that took over the old one off of Spring at the end? Sukasa is amazing. Yeah, you told me that. They have the best rice in town. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. And it's a family from the valley. Um, the Central I, Valley. Central Valley. And I don't know huh. uh, their names, but they're they're very active in the community. They do a lot for the schools. They do a lot cool. for the fairgrounds. They, yeah. They're just really I, involved. I'm going to try it out. And they make really good food. The problem is it's... 10 miles, 12 miles from Templeton. Right. Uh, we need a good – well, we do have a good Mexican restaurant. But I just never go to it either. It's, uh, Touch of Mexico. T- yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, again, even the north side of, of town in Templeton seems far for people who are hanging out. I mean, I'm – you know, between your place and Allie's place, I'm – I don't go north of here. Like, why would I? What's the matter with you? <laughs> I just – it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We don't like your type anyway. So. All right. So we, we, we thought about uh, it, you You came up with the idea of vinyl and vines or vines and vinyl, whatever we want to call this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sharing your love for music, sharing your love for wine. Uh, that's the corked one. That is, that is yeah. a corked one. Here, yeah. let me get yeah. a good one. Uh, this is my good one. Wait a minute. Oh, you're drinking the corked one too. Oh, we got the two corked ones. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Excuse me. Sir. Good thing this isn't on video. Right. Yeah. Um, so the whole idea is to share your love for music and, right. and wine. Um, and the vinyl thing is kind of something cool that you and I have in common. Right. I, I literally moved to Paso in 1980 uh, because my dad got a job as a DJ at KPRL. 
He did. It, I was three years old, and I grew up in the studio at KPRL listening to vinyl. Really? Yeah. And so, so my, was it an actual radio station as opposed to talk shows? Oh, it, it was. There was there was one, two, three studios, maybe four studios in that building. Hmm. Um, and back then, it was an AM and FM signal, and they played everything from like fifties and forties music really? to. Uh, top 40 to country to you name it, no news. Um, and so I, I would park myself in a studio and just devour records. Yeah, that's cool. For, from, and I went to Georgia Brown. And so I, yeah, would, yeah. I would go to school and then walk to KPRL after and sit in the studio till it was time for my dad to leave at like five or six at night. Yeah. And I would just listen to music. That's and cool. So, you know, my dad always had this huge collection of records that were always, I remember they, they all said, you know, radio promo, like stamps on them because he got all of his music for free because they were sent to the radio stations. Wow. And so like, you know, you have over here, this cheap thrills record, right? That, right. That's big brother and the holding company. Right. And actually I'm going to put some of that on, but um, fun. like I have that same album, except mine has a stamp on it. Says that's cool. Radio promotional copy. I bet like, that's worth some money. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, who knows? You know, I haven't exactly taken really good care of them over the years because it's just like. <laughs> well, it's vinyl. Nobody took care of vinyl. But it's like uh, the, having records in your house to me is like having T-shirts. Right. You know, it's like they've, they've just always been around. Right. You know, I didn't know that they'd be worth money. If you're 15, they wouldn't. You wouldn't know what vinyl is. No, exactly. Yeah. So, although my daughter's 18 or 19, and and she loves vinyl. That's true. But yeah. is that where you got your love of music from? From my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my grandparents. Um, my my grandfather grew up in um, L.A. and he was the head of uh, sound and lighting and entertainment for. A really famous hotel in Century City called the Century Plaza. Oh wow! And so he yeah, would sure. he would basically produce these shows for like Sinatra. And, oh wow! You know, so he was the head of the sound and the lighting for all of that. And so he was always around show business. My dad was always involved in music. My other grandfather played the banjo. Wow! Uh, it was just kind of ingrained in wow, me since cool. I was you know born. Because both you and your daughter Abby you are fantastic. Yeah, and she's like light years beyond any of us. Right. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it's just always been a, a part of who I am. Yeah. That's right? cool. It, and it, I guess it's my vines, right? Like I, I don't have any specific, uh, trade to fall back on like farming, uh, except for like picking up my guitar and playing yeah. a song. Which is a lot of fun. By it's way. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Although farming probably pays just a little more. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> On the year. Right, exactly. <laughs> Depends on the weather. All right, I'm going to get Big Brother and the Holding Company. Right. Let's uh, Let's push pause and talk about the uh, Viognier All right. that, we're, that we're drinking. What the, are we? So th this Viognier is actually off of a, a little vineyard that I um, I take care of and lease. And it's not Viognier. It's Viognier. Well, I don't know. I always say it wrong. You know, I'm from the Valley. So Viognier. Viognier. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Call in and correct me. It's not Vignier. No, okay. it's not that. Okay. Sure. So. Anyway, it's it's kind of a unique site um, because um, it's head pruned and dry farmed, and uh, we produce about two or three tons the acre. And um, this this particular wine has no uh, 
has a little bit of oak, but it, you know, not to overpower it. And it's kind of made uh, from the vineyard as opposed to you know shaping the wines in the winery. So it's very uh, natural and uh, it's kind of nice. It's more European style than uh, I would say California, but it's not a lot of oak. And when you and I started first hanging out, you uh, started talking to me about wine. And, and <clears throat> it's funny. I remember you saying you have a palate that's more European than anything. Right. And, you know, for me, I don't I don't really even know what that means. Well, Californian wines are tend to be a little bit bigger, uh, both in alcohol and and the oak influence, which is nothing wrong with it. It's right. just a California style. Just bigger and, and... Right. And European wines are higher in acid and lower in alcohol and not as much oak influence. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So just two different so styles. lighter. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Here, here. Here we go. Are we going? Can you hear it? Yeah. So Janice Joplin, Big Brother Yeah, and, and the thing I remember most about this album is the cover. Right. Here we go. Big jam. Yeah. One of the greatest voices in rock and roll. Listen to how tight they are. Did you imagine? No. Yeah. Oh. Now I saw Elvis Presley twice. You did? Yeah. Where? Fresno. Fresno? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it the later years? It was kind of in his, like, like the mid-70s. Mid mid-70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of when he was on a, a comeback kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. His last comeback. His last comeback. Yeah. yeah. And he was, I, I was told I had to go from my stepfather, which I was like, okay, whatever. Because <laughs> it was a mother day. Mother's Day present. And it was like... But nobody was into Elvis at that point. Your age. Not my age. No. But, and my mom was totally... You know, and so I said, okay, well, what am I supposed to do saying no? I was 12, 13 yeah. years old. And we went, and it was like, oh my gosh, this guy w is amazing. Yeah, he's a rock star. Oh, I mean, he... There's a there's a reason why he was called the king of rock and roll, because he was literally the king of rock and roll. Right. So he came back the next year, and I said, I'll go with my mom again. And he was terrible. No, he was fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I, I was an oldest fan after that for the rest of my life. So what made him, or uh, let me let me ask you this. Is there anybody that kind of is on his level in, Not your, in, in your lifetime? In our life, my lifetime? Not really. Really? Yeah. I, I, he, you know, he had... He was a white man singing, black man uh, singing, uh, you know, basically uh, as a black man. Yeah. I mean, and and that's where his influence came from. So he was, he was amazing. Yeah. Hmm. I and mean, his voice could go from anywhere. So, yeah. So. Yeah, I got a, um, I think it was like a two disc set when I was 11 years old. And it was like his greatest hits. Yeah. And one of the first songs I learned. So my dad left. My parents split up. My dad left the house when I was 10. 
I remember picking up my dad's guitar when I was about 12, 13. Okay. And because he left it there. And so I picked it up. And the first song I learned, or one of the first songs I learned, was Treat Me Like a Fool. Yeah. Treat Me Mean. Right. You know, and then I just started like diving into Elvis's music because, like, you could just hear the soul in his voice and. You know, it's just slow, and yeah. the band was tight, and like it was amazing. Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah. And that's the way his shows were. I mean, he was, and you could tell that he really loved what he was doing. Yeah, you know, um, it was unfortunate that he died so young, but he was. Yeah, he was. He was forty something, right? Forty three. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and he died on my mom's birthday. So no. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait. No, wait. He, he was born no, on my mom's birthday. He was born birthday. on your mom's yes. birthday. He died on your birthday. Birthday, right, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, wait, you yeah. have the same birthday as your mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. But Wow. Yeah. Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo. 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 Yeah. You been there? No. We should go. I don't think I've ever been to Mississippi. Uh, I, don't, I have on the Mississippi River. But that's like goes from... North to south into like thirty different states. Well, I know, so. but that doesn't matter. I've just <laughs> been on the Mississippi River. I didn't say I had to be in Mississippi. <laughs> that literally has nothing to do with it. Come on, give me a it break. Was close. All right. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. was close. Okay, I was so close. You, so you, I was on the Mississippi basically River. Basically, hung out with Elvis is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did go to his place in Memphis. Did you? Oh yeah, it's Graceland. Cool. Graceland. Never been. So you know, you think it's like going to be this huge mansion, and it's like this tiny. It's not tiny. Does it look like a strip mall? Well, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But it's not that big. You know, you walk in, and it's like, it's not it's not like this huge mansion. It's Right. It's a very small mansion is the way to put it. So Like 2,800 square feet or yeah, something yeah. crazy and, and like then that. The, the, what the coolest thing was is that, because later on when he wasn't, <clears throat> is that when he recorded his, because he had to record for RCA like two albums a year or something. Yeah. And he wouldn't ever leave, and he basically turned one of the rooms into a recording studio, and it's carpet from the floor to the wall to the ceiling, and, it, and that's where he recorded because he wouldn't leave. The, he wouldn't leave. Right. Yeah. It was I, interesting. There, there was a book that I read about a year ago uh, called The Outlaws, and I'll give it to you because you're a crazy reader, so you, you'll love it. Okay. It's the story of Waylon, Willie, and Chris oh, yeah. Christopherson. Yeah, sure going to nashville and um i think it was waylon that went and started hanging out with elvis and oh, yeah. graceland yeah and uh there's a story of one night they all got completely wasted drunk oh, yeah. at graceland downstairs oh really and it was a room with elvis's had like tvs everywhere oh yeah and I saw that room. Waylon, I think it's Waylon, but the story is uh, Elvis pulled out a gun. Shot him. Started shooting all the TVs. Yeah, yep, yep. And it was like four in the morning. Right. And Waylon goes to bed and he's like, this is crazy. And then the next morning, Waylon wakes up at like nine, not very long after, uh-huh. goes back down to that same room and... All the TVs look brand new. There's not a... They're, they're all replaced. They're, there's nothing that 
that says that Elvis shot up the entire room the <laughs> night before, five hours earlier, right? Yeah. And, and so that's when he knew that he, it was the king of rock and roll right. because Elvis could shoot up the entire place and make it look like <laughs> a bomb went off. And then all, everything was replaced and brand new the, the next day when Elvis woke up. Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's the king. He was a king. Or he was, right? Yeah. It's very Michael so, Jackson. So, you know, I, um, I do some consulting in Texas. I was telling you that earlier, yeah. right? And so Lubbock, you know, that's where the... That's where the uh, Big Bopper, or not the Big Bopper, um, uh, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly came from. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I go to Lubbock, I'm going to go. There's a museum there of Buddy Holly. Is is Lubbock uh, Texas Tech? Texas Tech. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to the Buddy Holly place, yeah. but I, we went and toured Texas Tech. Yeah, cool town. It's really strange because it's so flat. It's super flat. I mean, it's called. I mean, they call it the High Plains for yeah. a reason. So, and. Uh, what I've what I've been told is that Austin is obviously the music scene and in Texas, but I heard Lubbock is like the next. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we enjoyed Lubbock. Yeah. It was freezing. It was thirteen degrees. Oh yeah, it we gets cold. Yeah. And we were doing a campus tour. Yeah. At Texas Tech, and right. we were like, "There's nowhere to hide from the wind." Yeah. It was miserable. Yeah. But I could see it being kind of a cool. Yeah. Next frontier of music. Yeah. Because that's probably cheap, yeah, right, or cheaper, cheaper than Austin. Yeah, and Nashville. we call that affordable. These affordable. Days. <laughs> 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 we don't say cheap anymore. Oh, I, I'm getting texts. What are you getting texts from? Uh, I don't know. You getting texts from Texas? No, no. Oh, it's, okay. It's not. Um, yeah, it's affordable. It's affordable housing. Oh yeah, yeah. Which well, is why all the musicians are moving there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Mahomes is, uh, uh, you know, the quarterback in Kansas City. He went to Texas Tech. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's he from? I don't know that for, for yeah. Because Tech's a big school. I mean. Uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good size school, yeah. And they did good in basketball. They've been good in basketball and baseball. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know that I'd live there, but. I like to visit. It's far. Yeah. It's it's really far to drive. Good barbecue. Any, oh, great barbecue. Yeah. yeah. The best barbecue, I think, in the country is Hill Country. Austin. Yep. San Antonio. Yep. That that whole corridor, the triangle, they right. call it. Like, you can't beat that barbecue. Yeah. Texas is a, is a great place. Right? Yeah. 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 Templeton's kind of like Texas. It is. Except. Except it's not as flat. Well, the hill country in Texas is kind of like this a little those aren't really hills they're not <laughs> they're, they're, they're more like uh, a gradual grade so i'm googling I, I for some reason i think uh janice joplin is from port arthur texas so she's from texas Really? Yeah. Uh, and Port Arthur, Texas is kind of Beaumont area, south of Beaumont. Oh, yeah? Southeast of Houston. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know why I knew that, but I knew kind of that she was from there. She died October 4th, 1970. Fish 
We should listen to one of her hit. Let, let's listen to a hit. I think it's the next song. Here it is, ready? There we go. Right? Yeah. Alright, who's in this band? Let's see. Here. I don't know who is in this band. Now, who is nobody's really done her kind of voice either. This is so good. Now there's a band. Out of San Francisco. That have you ever heard of Cold Blood? No. Oh, okay. We got to bring that album. Cold Blood. Cold Blood. And it was there. Like this. She's got an amazing voice. So just listen to how. Um, I don't know if it's just the vinyl or just the way it was recorded, but listen to how separate everything is and just like very distinct. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. Oh, so good. yeah. You imagine rolling up to a place in Templeton on Friday night and seeing a band like this? Oh god. Well, you know you got it. If it makes you feel good. Right? Oh, yes, the, the gal who was that? The gal that um, Oh, are they still together? It's a fairly recent band. Uh Local? uh Alabama Shakes or Oh yeah, Alabama uh, Alabama Shake. Yeah, she's she kind of had a not quite as she was good. Yeah, I mean they kind still good. I they kind of fell off. They, yeah, they, they're but they're one of those uh, I call them festival rock bands. Yeah, they, yeah. They go to all the festivals. Right. But yeah, uh, okay. We got to uh, bring the cold blood. This is good though. Yeah, this I mean, is good. When's the last time? Take Could you imagine? Probably a little beer. God, could you imagine seeing her like at the Roxy or the oh, Whiskey? Oh, God. Amazing. These guys were playing together probably 50 hours a week. Oh, like, yeah. Just every Jamming day. And every day they'd wake up. Hungover. <laughs> they, <laughs> Where's my guitar? Where's my guitar? Yeah. yeah, let's let's get another bottle of gin, right? And go back in, yeah, and play another seven right. hours. I don't think there was a lot of wine being drank. Well, I think it was moonshine. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was that wine. It was like prison wine. Prison made, wine. <laughs> like made by fruit in a sock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah musicians in Hollywood in the, in the 70s didn't have a lot of uh, money. No. But, wow, that's so good. But, I mean, that's what's cool about rock and roll. It's like, it's, it's rock and roll, it's jazz, it's blues, it's country. That's, I mean... I think music in general is... Well, it's like farming. Like, you literally have to be in love with it. Right. 
for what it is, right. not for the spoils of it, right? right? Because the spoils of it could never come. Right. Or the spoils of it are really the process. Well, and, and it's in music, I mean, this kind of music is priceless. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like wines that you buy 20, 30 years ago. They're priceless, you know, <laughs> if they're, you know, and so. And you don't know that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like a piece of art. It's like, well, I bought this piece of art. And, you know. And and it's subjective, too, right? right? Like, I can write and record a song that I think is my masterpiece. And it doesn't matter what anybody else in the world thinks. I'm, I'm so satisfied with that because it's what I've done. And I can be okay with that. And I don't care if four people hear it. Right. Right? It's kind of similar with right. wine. It's like you could make the best, you know, bottle of wine in the world and be okay with nobody ever tasting it if you feel like it's the best thing that you've ever created. Well, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, you can make wine for people to taste now and you can make wine that, you know, are going to the next generation is going to enjoy. Yeah. And that's that's putting a stamp on. On your legacy, basically. I mean, it's just like planting vineyards. I mean, you know, I I planted vineyards for thirty plus years, and and those vineyards and what I'm doing now, you know, is hopefully it. I've gotten to a point in my life where it's like, what I do now, hopefully, will like just make some of the best wines in the world. So yeah. that's my, that's what I hope to be my legacy, and you know. My my grandfather, my dad's ranch, I mean, we took it over this year. It's just a small place just west of Fresno. Those wines are 80 years old. I was driving a oh. tractor, you know, <clears throat> and they still produce grapes. I mean, so that's what's cool about it. And they're grapes of substance, like? They're just Thompson Seedless. You know, yeah. they're just kind of what we call a three-way grape because you can make raisins. You can make wine. You can make table grapes. And, you know, but, you know, it, it, they did, like, 10 tons the acre, which is good for the valley. Not, sure. Not good for over here, but it's a whole different mindset. But it's interesting because, you know, it's it's what you do now is what you're going to be remembered later on. Right. So. Yeah. So what your your legacy that you want to leave? I mean, not that we want to end this on a, a <laughs> Neil's dine note. No, no, no. Let's play some more music. Uh, yeah. Let's. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll, let's, I'll, let's pick something else. You know, maybe. Why don't we pick something that's uh, a little more, uh, I don't know, Gosh, more that, your age. That that Janis Joplin is it's, it's pretty great, phenomenal. Right? Roan. Roan's out. Oh, Roan left. Roan, Roan he, he, he exited the building. I don't know what I did with the sleeve. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what do you want your legacy to be? Well, I just want it to be that, you know, that the vineyards that we do now and the wines that we do now reflect uh, that period of time and and that we leave, you know, that we leave it in a, a, a better place and and that, you know, that people can learn from us and, and take what they learn from us to make it better. So. And. I'm not dying today, by the way. No, no. <laughs> Are you are you doing any teaching like 
like Cal Poly or no? I've done that. I've I've done guest lecturing, but uh, nothing right now. No, but I mean, I too selfish right now. You don't want to. No, I think I teach every day actually because I love what I do and I have really a great group of guys and uh, you know they. I love being with them, and uh, I'd learn from them too. What are you gonna pick? I don't know. You got a lot of stuff. Ah, that's uh, you got a lot more stuff. You got to bring some radio promo stuff. I got to bring some of mine. Um, Oh man, so many good things here. Um, And it's interesting, like some of the stuff that's uh, what we would call rock and roll back in our day, my day, seventies, eighties, would now be country. You know. Right, it's kind of it's kind of transgressed, you know. Oh, Towns, Towns Van of Van Zant. There's a Towns Van Zant documentary. Oh, really? Oh, heartbreaking. Really? Oh my gosh! I mean, oh, I'd like to see that. What's it, a, is it on Netflix? It, it, I don't think it is. No. Um, it is, without a doubt, one of my favorite things. Like, it's just the the real story. Of a just a writer that is just kind of uh, lived his writing. (laughs) Yeah, he lived his writing exactly, and um, it's heartbreaking, right? Um, But it's also um, yeah, it's just it's a tragic, sad thing, right? That and these people that are super creative like that and very expressive, like. You know, they're what is this? That's a white album. Beatles. No, it's not. It's not? No. Oh no. Um uh, that's uh Chris uh Stapleton. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's yeah. It is Chris Stapleton. That's you know. So let's let's take it out on that right. one. And it speaking of singer songwriters, here's a guy that you know, wrote songs and and stuff, and and then he was told, you know, you're never going to make it in Nashville as a performer. Yeah. Look at him now, you know. And you know, class Victor- valedictorian, super nice guy, amazing in concert. By the way, if you ever guys, if everybody gets a chance to see this guy, he's amazing. Sings his wife is a, you know, sings background. So this is definitely uh, th- this song. I love this song. This song is yeah. it really strikes a chord with me right. in the last year. Right, absolutely. Four leaf clover. Right. Yep. There's a good dog song on this album too. Really? Yeah. We should listen to that too. There we go. See? That voice is amazing. Better place than the one we're at. And I ain't got no kind of plan. Right. But I've had all I think legally we're not allowed to play music on a podcast. Oh, should we stop? Well, we're supposed to review it, I think, every 15 seconds. Oh, okay. Like, we can't just play a song. No. Let's keep it rolling. This is good. Where are these guys? Yeah, right. 
this is what's cool is that these guys are like those guys that we just listened to, like Janet Joplin. Oh, yeah. Soulful and. Totally. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think a vinyl night, a vinyl night here. Right. Listening to music. Right. And this is Sharing wine. And then we talk about it. We talk about the music. That'd be so much fun. Because, like, how much emotion is drawn out from this music, right? Right. Right. So I'm looking forward to 2022. Absolutely. Right? Right. I mean, we've got a lot of things happening. Who knows where this We're, is going to take us. Right. We've we got a lot of uh, great plans, enthusiasm. Yeah. And, and if we don't have anything, we have good music. We have good music. Right? And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with good music and wine. No. Right? <laughs> At the end of the day, if we've spent all year listening to great music and drinking good wine. Yeah. We're, we're happy people. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is cool. This is cool. So much fun. All right, let's do the dog song and get out of here. What What's the dog song? Uh, you have to look at it. I, I can't remember the name of it. But it's like a one word kind of thing. Is it called Cold? That's the one word song. Oh, do you want my glasses? My reading glasses? No. I do, but you're gonna tell me I own it because it's my I think it's Maggie's song. Maggie's song. Yeah, it's on site C so if you on this. This one. Oh, so good. Good idea, by the way. Your idea? No, with the uh, turntable thing. This is fun. Oh, here. Let me use this. Yeah. So at some point we should open this podcast up to a live audience. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. People can join us. People can drink wine with us yeah. and talk and listen to music. And I don't think there's anyone else in Paso wine country playing music, drinking wine. No. There's absolutely not. Maggie's song. Maggie's song. All right, here it is. It don't matter to me. Let me tell you a story. Is this it about the dog? About an old friend of mine. It, should I put the headphones on Roan? <laughs> he might cry. Yeah. Where is he? He left us. Fuzzy white pup. There you go. Okay, when I first heard this, this is what I thought. Take a load off, man. Right. Take a load, child. Right. That's a great song. 
Oh, we could do a whole podcast on the band. Oh, I'd love to have. We moved out on the farm. She followed those kids around. Yes, she kept them safe from harm. That's pretty. And she loved to chase squirrels. Loved to chase squirrels. Playing out mm-hmm. in the snow. She'd take off like a bullet. Man, you should have seen her go. So good. All right, so okay, where are we taking this thing? Uh, I think we take it wherever we want to go. Good music, good wine. Good. Yep. Uh, we don't know if we're doing it weekly, weekly, monthly, daily, daily. every hour, <laughs> live, live. We yeah. can't do it live. We, we we could do it live, but we need to. Buy a license to broadcast it. Well, let's buy a license. And play music. What about the ASCAP? What's that? ASCAP? ASCAP. 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 Um, no, so it, it would be a uh, it would be a performance or a, a, a rights license. I think it's like 15 bucks a month. Let's do it. Where we say, okay, we're going to basically be a radio station. Let's do it. And Why not? send it out over the airwaves and talk about music and wine. Right. Let's, That'd be fun. Let's do it once a month. I mean, are they doing this on the crush? No. Adam Montiel. Yeah, Adam's. You know, Adam's about you know, you know, selling advertising. Selling advertising. We're not selling money. advertising. No. We're just having fun. No, Adam's about good wine. And yeah, absolutely. Good company. He's a great yeah, guy. Yeah. He's he's done a couple shows on my in my wine cellar. Oh, in, okay. in so I'm third string. No, you're first string. Oh, okay. Because he's not here and you are. Oh, perfect. And it's like, you know, if you have an ex-girlfriend, it's, she's an ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. and So the real girlfriend is the one. You're, you're always going to have memories, great memories. But maybe, maybe not. She's not here right now. She's not here. She's okay. done. She's out. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, so you, you know the song, Stephen Sills, Love the One You're With? <laughs> Which, by the way, did you see him at the fair a few years ago? He was good. Uh, no, you don't think so? He's deaf. Is he deaf? He's super deaf. Have you seen Bob Dylan? And the mix was not good on uh, the floor. So you would know that better than I would. So. Uh, well, and I'm deaf, and so it wasn't. It didn't sound good to me. Oh, really? He was okay. I, I, I've seen him before, and he was much better. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've seen Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh, I bet that was good. Amazing. I saw him in Sacramento in 1996 Ooh. with Chicago. Oh, really? Amazing. Was Neil Young playing with him? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was oh, great. Wow. It was awesome. That would be an amazing show. I was with an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, a really good friend of mine. What happened to her? Good good friend. Yeah? She just, uh, she wasn't the one. Yeah? So. Did she die? She's alive? No, she, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. No, she's alive. <laughs> she's alive, and she has a, a very happy life. And she lives in Temple Day? No. No. Oh. I don't know where she lives. Somewhere. With Neil Young? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she actually went home with the band that night. I never saw her again. 
Oh no. <laughs> Neil's dying. Neil's choking. He's got COVID. <laughs> we almost made it through a whole podcast without saying COVID. Yeah, right. Oh, oh gosh. All right, so this is episode one in the books. What do we do now? Vinyl and Vines. Vinyl and Vines. Episode one. Yeah. We're shutting it down. We're going to go uh, to a winemaker dinner. Tonight. We're going to uh, In Bloom at Paso Walk. Okay. And uh, good friends of mine, Anthony uh, and Hillary. Hillary used to work for me um, when she was going to Cal Poly, and she's now kind of consultant for uh, Six Mile Bridge and uh, West of Paso, the winery and a vineyard. What's it called? Six Mile. Six Mile. Bridge. Okay. I think it's Bridge. How many wineries in Paso? Oh, gosh. Over 200 and something. And Anthony is the winemaker for dinner, but this is a, um, they do Canaro, which is um, their brand that they do together. They have yep. a little vineyard on their place, so it should be fun. Well, You're, I'm looking forward to it. I know they're going to be kind of confused because I was supposed to take Carly, but she's got yeah. kids. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's hey, been, it's 2022. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. you know. So don't hold my hand or anything. Neil's changed a lot in yeah. the last 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Allison to get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to this. Like, Absolutely. That's fun. We listened to three records, kind of. Yeah. We bounced around and we didn't play too much music, but yeah. this is, I think, what it should be, right? Right. Like, this should be just. Let's pick a record, throw right. it on, talk crap. We're good at that. <laughs> we. Literally spent five minutes talking about wine, but that's yeah, okay. That's okay. Well, you know, we we can we can tune that up. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. Whatever. We've, we've got our whole life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's more fun talking about music, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The wine's just a compliment. All right, let's take it out. Let's do it. There we go.